message tonight, I, I'd, I'd preach on a real problem. The real problem, what's holding things back? That, that thing that holds back right when the Spirit of the Lord wants to ex excel and I mean, when, when things want to happen, what, what really happens? What really goes on to, that, that hinders the moving of the Holy Spirit? It'll be the same as it was here in Acts chapter 4 as we read these words. If you're there, say, I'm there. Amen. Amen. And as they spake unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and taught through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Now, I have found out as long as you, uh, as long as you just leave three things out of the church, people will be just real happy. You know, in Acts 17 over there, it talks about out in Jesus, in Him, which is Jesus, we live and we move, and we have her been. So if you'll just not have no life about this Jesus, if you'll just come in and not have life, and you know how the Bible talks about it, I think in Ephesians, how we who were dead in our trespasses and sin, how he come along really, he resurrected us. And so what, what Peter and John was getting in trouble about, they was preaching about a resurrected Jesus. It, it's not even so bad. A lot of times people say, we just want to give God the glory. And they, they all write in saying, give God the glory. And they'll go so far with that. Just as long as there's no life in that. Just as long as there's no miracles going around. You leave the anointing of all. You don't, you don't be passing out no handkerchiefs. You just, you just kind of keep it down here where we can just stay religious, Brother Carl. See, that has been what it's been since day one. The religious rulers and the religious leaders have got to make sure that they can keep everything in check. They don't want anything to get out of hand. Ain't you glad in your life? Ain't you glad in your life that when it seemed like the report was not going to be good. Just like you, Miss Cheatham. Wasn't long there was a chair was turned around. Wasn't long ago you, just the other night, you had a walker. She hurt her leg in a way that it, it was horrific, wasn't it, is a word. I don't even know how to spell that word. It was some kind of bad, wasn't it, sister? Wasn't it? It was, Mr. Bill, as you looked at it, you could probably think in your own mind that I don't see how in the world that this could ever be back again like it once was. And the church, as we know it, that's, that's, the, that's where they at. They would be in unbelief. But we that have been saved and redeemed, that has been took out of that miry clay. That, that God has allowed us to be around miracles. 
be around signs and wonders and, and there are signs that, that it's going to get better. And, I, and, it's, and then what she told me the other day, she got to ring the bell. Now, for religious demons, case they hit, the biggest bell they ever got rung was on that Tuesday night, and I ain't going back over it to talk about all that. It's when God took me, who was dead. The Bible said, because you unbelief, you're dead. How I many more times? I don't have to say it. We got it. We can all agree on that. Because you unbelief, you're dead. You're here, you're lost. Look here, you're dead. You're not living. You're dead. Amen. The only life there is is in Christ. And so Michael and Ed Sunday morning were sitting here in the service, but really they were dead. They didn't exist. They didn't have anything. They couldn't call on him. The only way to the Father is through the Son. Now this ain't a son, sister, kid that's laying in a grave somewhere. This ain't a son that, that they just beat and left in the garden down there somewhere in that courtyard when they done beat all that blood out of his back. And, and where, that, this, this ain't somebody that got left in that little old slaughtering hole if you've seen the passion of Christ. This ain't that. This ain't even that that hung on a cross that, that shed blood if it would have stopped there. This ain't that. But this is a resurrected Jesus. He said, I, my prayer is that you may know me through the power of his resurrection. See, that they don't mind you talking about how he done been a savior to me and how he done been a, a redeemer to me. And they'll study all that. But when it gets out of the box that, that this thing's going to take some life. It's going to be a happening when, if, if, if Jesus shows up in here tonight. If we just come in one mind, one accord, who knows whatever else is going to happen. But I want to tell you, I, when Jesus died on that cross, that was the shed blood for our sins. <laughs> we could be walking around here tonight, we could say, hey, he shed my blood, and I've trusted in that. And if that's the way God had it, that'd been it. But that wasn't it. It was in his plan that not only he was going to live, not only he was going to die, and not only he was going to be buried. See, it's the death and it's the burial. But without the resurrection, there wouldn't be no life in it. And I come to tell you, there's life in Jesus. Yeah. Hey, Michael, if you're saved today, it's because that man that come out of that tomb because of the death and because of the blood and because of the barrel, but it was a resurrected Jesus that walked down the other day and tapped you on the shoulder and said, look at, I done arose from the grave. I want to live inside of you. I don't want you to just believe on me. I want to live on inside you after you've done that. Now them old religious folks, they come as long as, as long as the Jesus or religious message brings no life, long as we can put a lid on it, <laughs> it's 
See, Miss Sheetam, I remember you coming down and said, I need prayer. Now, see, that would throw most churches out right there. Huh? I need somebody to agree that I got a resurrected Savior. I got this leg here that ain't been healing. It's been a long time. I done tried the doctors. Look at, they done done all they know to do. Look at, and I'm going to tell you, I'm running through this thing again. But if I can just get me a resurrected Savior that can come and touch this leg, one of these days I can ring that bell. That's a long difference. Mamma, I want to tell you something. You can mess up some stuff. Walking down in most churches, coming down there and you have to holler, hold on. Y'all hold on a minute. They wouldn't have held on. They'd have run out the door. When they run out the door, they'd have been making calls. What was that Louise Cheatham doing then? What, what was she up to? What, what was all that about? They wouldn't even stay in there. Why? Because, see, there ain't no life there. Ain't no life there. The Bible said in him we live. We don't die. He, he come that we may have life. It ain't about dying. It's about living. So he's wanting to resurrect everything. He's wanting to resurrect your spirit tonight about that went to sleep. He, he's wanting to resurrect that dance that you once had. He's wanting to resurrect that shout you once had. He's wanting to resurrect that witness you once had. He's wanting to resurrect that testimony you once had. He's wanting to resurrect that first love that you once had. Look at when you fell in love with Jesus. Somebody help me. As long as that Jesus or religious message brings no life. You know what those folks, those religious people in them churches, that them religious people that was coming against Peter and John, it would be like today. Now you got a bunch of folks, they all about grace, and by grace we're saved. Can't leave that out. By grace we're saved. And they can say they can see that in Scripture by grace we're saved. So what they're saying is, that's the grace Jesus in me. But if you get out of that box, mama, and start wanting to lay hands on folks and see folks heal, see, they can't see that Jesus. They can't see a resurrected Jesus. All they see is a dead Jesus. They don't see no Jesus being the same yesterday, today, and forever. Matter of fact, if the truth be known, they'll say all that's done past and it ain't for today. Look at, that's exactly what Peter and John had trouble with. So, as they speak unto the people, the priests, Peter and John was there, and the captains of the temple of the Sadducees came upon them, and they was grieved. Wonder what they was grieved about. They was grieved that their church, their little thing was going to get messed up. Huh? We got the first and last stanza. We get out just right at either five minutes to 12 or five after. Five after, we recommend the pastor a little bit, but he'll straighten up. We don't want with all. Now, we're not saying we don't believe that. That's just not our custom. Hmm. Religious folks. When I first came to town, folks of denomination would call me and said, Brother Eddie, we heard that you do that anointing with all things. 
That thing was going pretty good until them religious folks got a hold of it. And all they can see is, if we don't watch it, see, a man's going to get too much credit. Watch this, like. You get enough credit saying by grace you're saved, and that's Bible. You get enough credit for that. You get enough credit that you said that I'm going to go to heaven when I die. I've got full assurance that's going to happen. You get the credit. But they don't want nobody living. They don't want no life. They don't want no life. They don't want no life. Man, we got to make sure this thing don't get out of hand. We got to make sure. And don't you know, as you look back in Bible, that's the very same thing that Jesus Christ got hung on a cross for. The religious folks, look here, thought, my word, we got to shut this Jesus up. He's doing too many miracles. He's going to take over. That's what they're scared about, that Jesus inside of you. That's right. Them religious folks, them Sadducees and Pharisees, they didn't come to Peter, but I want to tell you today, if somebody don't keep these old paths going, somebody don't keep this old well churning, somebody don't keep that dancing, shouting going, your children and grandchildren ain't going to have no hope. You won't be serving no resurrected Jesus. They'll know about the blood and they'll know that he's buried, but they'll never ever experience resurrection power. And I come to tell you I ain't got time for a dead Jesus. You go over and read in chapter 11 of, of Corinthians a while ago, I was showing Brother Chris a while ago, it's talking about they serving another Jesus. Another Jesus, another gospel, another faith. That it's another. It's not the one you've been taught about. I love this. I'm going to go on and read some more. In him we live and we move. See, as long as there ain't no life in it, That would give most churches a heart attack right there. What was that about? Hallelujah! So I'm scaring some of my youth back there now because it's my intention in hanging around them. I want them to do that. I want them back where I had them on them front rows before they got back there. I want them back right here packing these front rows. I, Bible said you bring up a child in the way she go. I don't know about you, but, but I want little Josie. I want some youth to start right now where my little Josie and little Connor is going to know about some dancing and some shouting. Boy, they come to them right here. They was mad. Can't you imagine? Can't you imagine how mad them religious people would be? They have something else. Miss Cheatham come down here and gives her testimony. And I said, now you just get on up there and tell the truth now. They done come over some Christmas cantata. That's fine. That's fine. And all of a sudden, right in the middle of the Christmas cantata, said, look here, before we celebrate Christmas, we're going to celebrate what Christ done. Amen. So we didn't have Christmas. It's, it's more than any gift can go up in a tree. We didn't have some healings. Before we celebrate Christmas, we're going to celebrate that gift, the Holy Ghost, that gift of healing that went on right here. We, we got some folks going to come up here and give some testimonies. 
Most of y'all, you go invite, invite your aunt and your uncle and your father-in-law and your dad-in-law and your granny. They come to hear a Christmas cantata and all of a sudden, Jesus comes alive in here. Ooh, yeah. Huh? Thank you. Folks go to testify. Yep. They say, well, now I didn't come for nothing like this. Here it is, done got 12 o'clock. And we ain't even got started on that cantata they said they're going to do yet. See what I'm talking about? There ain't nothing changed today. We all got a church that's on some kind of floor mat. They call a floor mat, I guess. I remember a guy coming, going to help me in a cowboy church one time. He said, we got a floor mat. I said, man, the closest I can get is a floor mat. We, we go get you one, but God's finna get in this thing. Come on. Hmm. Don't forget about the benefits. What I'm trying to, I'm just trying to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. You better, you better move on up a little bit. You want to save anything for your kids and grandkids that's alive? Unless you want a little G God, you want a little G gospel, you want to keep it where some more folks can get healed like Miss Sheetham done got healed. You want to see some more folks saved like Ed done got saved, Michael done got saved. I'm going to tell you something. You better get off that North 40. You better pull on up here to the trough a little bit. You better start raising them hands. Better start praising I'm telling you, it's a miracle. It's a miracle what the Lord done did for my mother-in-law. I'm talking about you don't know because you didn't see it. I mean, it's a miracle. It's a miracle what the Lord done done. For landing. The surgeons down yonder, it's that mad. Done said they were going to do a flap over his leg. It was just going to be horrendous. <laughs> His mama, Beth, looked at the doctor and said, look here. We, I don't know where you come from. Come on. But we Jesus folks. Yeah. 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 I ain't talking about the Jesus just, just hung on the cross. I ain't talking about the Jesus that just shed his blood. I ain't talking about the Jesus just was buried. But I'm talking about a Jesus that got up out of a tomb and he was resurrected. And he said, Lo, I'm with you always. Shoot. Standing at a Kentucky fried chicken with you, Chris. The other day, he called me yesterday sometime. I said, I want to meet you back at that Kentucky fried chicken. I want to meet you in the same parking lot where we dialed up this man, his name called Jesus, that done walked up out of a grave. We didn't go to no Muhammad. We didn't go to no Buddha. Your little old boy was in bad shape. They carried him down yonder to Labonna, St. Jude. Here we go. We're going to go. We stopped up here at fried chicken place. Look at done had prayer. I said, look at, we got to park that truck in the same angle one more time because we got to resurrect you. Every one of you youth, every one of you, I don't care nothing about teaching you nothing else about no ark and how long the animals went on it and until you make sure you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost inside of you, you got a hunger to go to church, you got a hunger for God's word, we'll learn other later. It'll be a whole lot easier to learn something about God after the Holy Ghost done landed up inside you. Oh, now, Brother Eddie, don't you talk to all youth like that. Don't you be telling our youth about that. 
Oh, no, no, no. We're not of that kind. I'm going to tell you something. You can't make it to heaven without that kind. The Bible said, no, you're not. That your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You've been bought with a prize. Well, now, I just want salvation. I don't want that Holy Ghost. You can't, you can't make it with heaven without it. It's the thing that he, it's the evidence of it when he puts it in you. He said, I won't leave you comfortless. I ain't going to leave you back on on Wednesday night with your head all down looking around. I ain't going to leave you like, that would be an embarrassment to me. I'm going to let nobody baptize you in no water in one of my synagogues, in one of my churches. So you can sit up there about half asleep and half awake, go to a ball game, go to anything else. You want to do the bump with everybody when you're there? Want to come to the Lord's house? The most exciting thing is the world that resurrected you from the dead. <laughs> Long as in him we live. <laughs> Let me show you the difference between a live man and a dead man. Huh? You want me to show you the difference? I don't think it'd be no problem. Shoot, Bobby, he's, you're good to go anyway, ain't you? <laughs> now, I'm going to show you the difference between a live man and a dead man. You ready, ain't you? He's ready. Yeah, that's what it'd be. Might just take this right here and just beat him in the head till he's dead. Say, so now that's where you was. Oh, I see. I see, man. We be like, you crazy nut, Brother Eddie? Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. He ain't coming back. Son, I put it right there in that little, what is that called? Oh, yeah, I kept pounding. That blood run. I seen him when he just exhaled and it was over. Look, man, if you're in the church, Brother Ronnie, Vicky, get a hold of yourself. Before you come to Jesus, you was dead. Oh, these churches. Well, not literally. No, you was worse than literally. Come on, Pastor. Let me tell you something. There's one thing worse than dying. Tonight, it's just over. If you, you, old folks, young folks, I just want to cover y'all. It's over. Get ready to pull out out here and somebody hit you. They just, they just call you. You're just sitting right there in the church still. you sitting right there. They texting on the phone. You ain't even pulled out in the highway yet. Wait. You dead. You just dead. You ain't going go, to go to school no more. You ain't going to see friends no more. You ain't going to see nothing no more. You just over. You ain't got no life no more. Mom ain't there, daddy ain't there, your aunt ain't there, your grandpa ain't there. You're just over. And that'd be tough, I reckon. But when you die without Jesus, man, when are we going to get a hold of it? Peter and John, Mr. Bill, they didn't like it because look, see, they preaching about our Jesus being resurrected. 
I think they had a little smarts about them in that dummy brain they had because they, what they was going to preach next, they knew what was going to happen because in the third chapter, look at they already unused that Jesus, that man at the gate called Beautiful. Look at they already know what that name was going to produce. He was laying at the gate begging for arms and Peter and John said, silver and gold have a none. It ain't the Baptist way. It ain't the Pentecostal way. It's the Jesus way. They asked him, by whom did you do this thing? By whom did you get up this morning? By whom today that you live out today? Because you was dead. Yes, it just be like you was dead. You, we done forgot. We, was we don't even see it. They don't preach it. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let those that have been raised from the dead. I think it's in Ephesians. I, I think I wrote it. It's, it gets to turn into Ephesians. It's somewhere. I got it wrote down. Oh, it's wrote down. It's going to be fine. Woo! That resurrected Jesus. Hmm. Ephesians chapter 2. Huh? If you get there before I do, Larry, holler. Okay, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. Read. And you hath he quickened. Who were dead. Oh, who were dead. Is y'all's Bible got the same thing? They carry that thing back to Walmart and get you a real Bible. It said, and you who were dead. dead. Look here, dead. It'd be just like Bobby's laying there. We done beat his brains out. He's dead. We pray Jesus just like, have you ever had a battery that went down? And that nice truck you sitting there and will not crank. Got a dead battery in it. Ain't nothing gonna happen. And somebody comes and hooks you up. Somebody comes up there and they see you looking around and, and you got the hood open just like we was when we was lost. We just won around and, and we just looking, we got the hood up, and somebody comes up and said, Do you need a boost off? Do you need somebody to jump your battery? Dead. Now you can beat on that truck. You can try to brag on that truck just like these religious folks do. Don't you tell me it ain't going to crank. I'm telling you, you done turn it one time, it ain't going to crank. You can turn it 50, 50 more times. You can take the shift and you can beat it all you want to beat it. You can step on it all you want to step on it. It ain't going to happen. What? It's got to be quickened. Just like the power of the Holy Ghost. Here comes somebody pulling up to you. Son, and they hooking. And you say, red on hot. That's right. See, you got to hook it up right. Huh? Red on hot. Son, you can put that black on that ground if you want to. Just ground it out somewhere. Son, that, that, that thing going to make you grab a hope, but that red hot doesn't come on. And I'm talking about it's like the Holy Ghost. It says, ye who were dead, he quickened you. He charged you back up. You was never going to get up. You was never going to live. You was never going to breathe. You was dead. Oh, but Brother Eddie, I know. But Brother Eddie, listen to me. I still had tires on my truck, Brother Eddie. You still got arms on your body if you lost in there, but you dead. Come on. Yep. 
I got a motor, Brother Eddie. It ain't worthless. I got a motor. It's dead. It ain't cranking. It ain't going to go nowhere. It ain't going to move. It ain't, in him we move. It, and it ain't going to present who it's supposed to present. That GMC truck or that Ford truck is supposed to go up and down the road and crank and run. All you are, it's just like a good-looking truck, just like a good-looking vehicle, and got the chrome wheels all shined up. And in him, we live and move, have our being. And I'm telling you, you ain't going to crank, and you ain't going to move, and you ain't going to pass nobody. Everybody's going to pass you all your life, and you can get up in your truck and go boom, 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 all you want to. I'm talking about right down in our pasture wing. You remember that old Bob truck sitting down there by that little cemetery behind mamas? I'm going to tell you how these religious folks are, just like I was with that Bob truck. Jalen, I'd get in that Bob truck, had a shift there. I was a little boy. I go down playing all the time. Boy, you have to watch in the wintertime. You're going to go playing a long time. Them walls get you. You hear me? I'm here to tell you. Mr. Bill, you know what I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you, I got in that Bob truck, and I drive it to Brownsville in my mind. In my mind, I went around the court square. In my mind, I went places. I'm talking about Bobby. I drove that thing everywhere. In my mind, man, on, on, on. Harrison, I was shifting gears, man. I, I was a little boy. I was playing in that truck. I know y'all ain't never done that like that. I know you ain't got no toy. Boom, boom, boom. I know you ain't got no doll talking to a doll. They ain't going to talk back to you. All them things are dead. We have a good time with them, but all of them are dead. <laughs> but I remember my brother, first motor vehicle that I really ever got on. Chilton had that little Honda. Sharon, I don't know, it might have been yours at one time. I don't know. But that thing was set up on the kickstand. And I went out there and I cranked it, Carl. And when it was on kickstand, if you lean forward, you could gas it up. And that wheel was off the ground, Harrison. You could, wow, boy, that thing just was spinning. <laughs> boy, I got excited. <laughs> it's like some of y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> boy, God saved you. You didn't know if it even be a Holy Ghost. And boy, you come in here one Sunday morning and you realize, Miss Cheatham, that God done been good to you. You said, you know what? It ain't about me being pretty today. It ain't about me doing things right today. I'm going to just gas on a little praise today. I'm just going to gas on a little worship today. I'm just going to enter to the gates. I'm going to be thankful today. For I know that I done kicked that thing back and off I went. I was moving. Ye who were dead said, Trespasses and in sin. Do it from the start again. And you hath he quickened. And you hath he quickened. Who were dead in trespasses and sin. Has he quickened? Have you ever been quickened? Yeah. Well, I'm a Methodist. Well, I'm a Baptist. Well, my mama was Pentecostal. I go to Christ Church. Well, good for you. <laughs> so do the termites in here somewhere. We got some ladybugs that show up around here. 
Oh, yeah, we got some fires to show up all on this property all the time. We got to pour gas on them all the time. I mean, we got some spiders that show up. I'm going to tell you something. You just can't show up. I'm going to tell you, you got to have something inside you that will show out for Jesus. He saved you so you'd show out. He saved you so you'd be the salt of the earth, the light of the world. He didn't save you to just sit there like that. Them days are over. They're over. Because you know what? We don't keep this old freight train going. There's going to be another Matthew. Thank God for all of them who's praying. Going to be another Louise Cheatham. My father-in-law, he done got him a touch. Isn't that crazy, man? Come by his house yesterday morning, it was drizzling in rain. Y'all know how bad it was yesterday. <laughs> he was out there putting a manger scene up, just waving. <laughs> Standing in the rain. See, Mamma done got well. <laughs> Man, Mamma done got well. Papa gonna have to get well. He, he ain't got no choice no more. Look at, she said, I want the manger scene. Look at, he just waving at the, done had the manger scene up. In him we live and move. My word, we got to get around some miracles. We got to see what God done done. We got to see signs and wonders and miracles. If I ain't ever seen nothing, I wouldn't believe it either. Most churches ain't gonna let it happen. It ain't on the agenda. Hmm. I like it on down there. I'm just going to read and let you go. I'm, I'm done. Look here. And as they speak, read me some more of that, Larry. And you have equipment who were dead in trespasses and in sin. Wherein oh. in times past you walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the powers of the air and the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Yeah. Among oh. whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But, woo, hey, man, can you figure that much out? But God, look at Sit, Bert. Sit. But God, who is rich. Bert. In mercy, <laughs> for his great love, Woo. he loved us. He loved us. Even when we were dead in our sins, he has quickened us together by Christ and by grace are you saved. Son, that grace is in there. You can't do without grace. You can't do without faith. But my word, don't do without how we was dead, how he didn't quick us, he didn't made us alive, and how we got alive and hope, and how we have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of us. Which may be the only night you hear anything like this. You go back, you'll be getting out. They'll give you a little 10-minute deal. They don't want God to show up because they ain't got time. But I'll tell you one thing. If you ever land in a ditch somewhere, somebody run over you by a car, you better have somebody fill the Holy Ghost praying for you. You hear me? You can't get in touch with him. The only way to the Father is through the Son. 
And the only way you can use the Son is you got to have the gift of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. He said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm not going to leave you out there beside the road. I ain't going to leave you on I-40. I ain't going to leave you on Highway 70. I'm going to have a Comforter. He ain't going to never leave you. He ain't never going to forsake you. He's going to be your brother. He's going to be bigger than a brother. This thing's so good to me. It was good before I ever got started. Religious folks. <sighs> Try to blow it out. This little light of mine. We teach your little kids. What do you think that light is? That light is from the throne room of salvation. The spirit of God that lives inside of you. And we used to laugh at them. Wouldn't we say, never let the devil, devil, <sighs> it out. Then we get older. We get dignified. We say, brother, we ain't like y'all. I said, well, it's one Lord. Come on. And it's one faith. Come on. Come on. And it's just one baptism. They say, you're talking about the water, ain't you? I said, not this time. <laughs> not this time, I ain't. Not this time. Bow said, be ye filled with the Holy Spirit. Look here, when we go down in that water, it's a representation that the Holy Ghost of God now abides in your life. The old man is dead. Old man is dead. What makes you alive? The Spirit of the Lord. Now lives. Now, can I ask you a question? I want to go on. I've got so much more. I got so much more. Ain't you glad that you to a place in life that you've had an opportunity? Watch this, it's two part. To see miracles and know who done it. Yes. See, we may have, I'm telling you. I love every one of these kids. They're going to say I love them too. I'm going to work hard at loving you. But I'm telling you, I want you to be filled with spirit. I want you to lead the pack. I'm talking about I want the Holy Ghost of God to be all over you so thick. I want you to, I want you to make anybody that walks in this church so mad that you hear. I'm talking about, I, I'm, I mean to tell you. I'm talking about, I, I, want, I, want, I want some grown-ups to lay hands on you and pray that you'll receive the Holy Spirit. I, I want you to be different. I want you to come out from among them and be separate. I want you, when you go to your schools in Haywood County, I want to be able to go up there as your pastor when they said you done caused a ruckus because they done taught you something wasn't true. And look here, and you ain't going to set up under that mess. I want to go up there and I want to see the superintendent. I want to see the board of education. It's a bunch of mess anyway. I'm going to tell you something. We got a bunch of young folks trying to run, run this county from the courthouse all the way down to our school system. I'm going to tell you something. It's bad. I ain't never seen it bad. If the, if the grown-ups will shut their mouth, the kids will do just fine. But I'm going to tell you something. Grown-ups going to get their self in. I'm telling you, it's time we raise up a generation. Look here. We raise them up. Look here. And they have the power of the Holy Ghost on them. And I want to ask you something. What I've been preaching to you tonight, if I don't tell them, it might not make no sense to you. If I don't tell these youth these things, who do you think they're going to hear them from? 
Just pick me somebody in this county. I ain't boasting on myself. I'll boast on the Holy Ghost come to me on a Tuesday night. Don't make me say the whole story again. I ain't going to. But it'll be the same story if I do. But I'm going to tell you something. I didn't just get religion. I didn't come out here and say, well, I'm going to go to heaven no matter what. I'm going to tell you something. When I looked up at the moon, Mr. Bill, I knew it was something different. I'm going to tell you something. Today, I ain't done good enough to go to heaven, Ed. Tomorrow, I ain't going to do good enough to have, go to heaven, Ed. The next day after I got saved, I ain't going to do good enough to go to heaven, Brother Larry. But I'm going to tell you one thing. I got a cross that done good enough to get the whole wide world to heaven. He ain't through working on you. He won't be through working on you. He said that work I began, I'll finish it. Woo! Glory, glory. Glory, glory. I'm going to tell you something. There's a bunch of times, Lord, you can't let me preach again. But I want to summon you with something. I ain't no worse than you are. And you ain't no better than I am. If you've got any good in you, it come from the throne room of God. It come from the blood that run down off a cross. I'm going to tell you something, any of your goodness like filthy rags before God. But I tell you what, I ain't said a day since I got saved. I ain't felt his presence. I ain't had a time that I had to say I ain't here, think he's here no more. He ain't never left me. Yeah. Woo! If you'll read on down there when you get home, all I want to preach about was that anyway. Peter and John come to him and said, the reason why I preached you like I did tonight, all I can speak of, see if they in them dead churches, don't tell me if they had somebody out there healed. What, what they done done to the preacher when he can't tell about it? Huh? We're going to put you on a prayer list? You better get up on some hands. Better get up on some oil. Better come by faith, do it the Bible way. Better get some folks to lay hands on you. Pray the prayer of faith over you. Anoint you with oil. It's just as true as John 3, 16. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I tell you what, there's some faith in it when you're done done it God's way. Man, I like when folks get saved. So look here, you need to read this right here. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. Jesus has been raised from dead. You shall be saved. You, you see that? And when you get home, the devil's going to try to tell you to do nothing. So what am I going to do with this word? What am I going to do with this word? When you go to a church, if I'm gone, this place burns down, and that could be tomorrow. And you need some prayer? So, well, I know you went over there on that hill where that church burned down at. And I know that guy done died. We, we don't do things like this. Then you get out the book of James and you read them to them. And said, unless you're going to do it like the book of James says. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I need prayer. I tell you what, Mamma back there done seen. She done went far enough. I remember Sister Connie, she was going to the doctor. I remember I did it for meanness. I remember I done had all them doctoral programs all around me. I knew that nobody wanted me to preach on it anyway. And I looked over there and I seen where they done anointed them handkerchiefs. And I seen where they done passed them out, done carried them. Look at when they carried them. I done rode over where Peter, he was just a man just like me and you. Look at anointed of God. It said when his shadow passed by him. Look here, you got a Jesus in you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I said, you got a Jesus in you. You ain't hearing me. You got a Jesus in you. 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 Well, today, fully, let the dead bury the dead. Rung the bell. Ever since you talked to me two nights ago or just last night, my mom, don't you never call me and do that to me again. She said, I got to ring the bell. Whew. Well, what'd y'all do at church last night? We rung the bell. We rang it one more time. You know what we done found out? We done found we got a Jesus. <laughs> Ain't no way we can be lost because he won't leave us. <laughs> He's leading and guiding us in all of our direction. He's a light before feet and lamp before pathway, however it goes. He done made a crooked place straight. He's going to stick closer than a brother. How in the world can I get lost when I got a Jesus? Ain't never left me. Hey, he never left me. He never left me. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. It wasn't a few months ago. I couldn't hardly walk. I just realized what I just did. I done pounded this floor. You know what I done noticed? You don't notice? My feet don't ever get sore when I'm, when I'm up under the anointing. Doug, you hear me? I said my feet don't ever get sore when I'm up under anointing. Now when I get through tonight and I get home and I bump under myself, ooh, I might have overdone it a little bit. Mm. Man. Oh, Brother Bobby and Parsons. Man, they had a high step. I better could get up there. Man, that anointing come on me. Man, I'm jumping higher than I ever jumped. Man, I got through. I was shaking hands. That anointing come off of me. And I said, oh, I got to sit down. I got to sit down. All I'm saying, let's tell you this. It's something about your spirit. If that spirit will get me where I do this, up under it, just imagine what kind of life you live in the morning. Just spend all day. Just spend all day in Jesus. Huh, Sister Donna, you know what I'm talking about? Just spend all day up on the Holy Ghost. Just spend all day just praising. Just, just let it continually be on your lips. Just meditate on him. Day and night, just don't ever get out bonded. <laughs> okay. Just in case somebody would be interested in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which means tonight you're lost. You're on your way to hell. You've got another spirit inside you right now. It's not the spirit of God. It's not the spirit of fear. We have so many church members live up on the spirit of fear all the time. He said, we don't live up on that spirit. But we live up on the spirit of the power and love and the sound mind. You know what the sound mind is? I ain't forgot who God is. I ain't forgot who he is. He's the one that's holding me. He's the one that saved me. He's the one that keeps me. 
He's the one that wrote my name down. He's the one that sealed me to the day of redemption. It's all about him. It's because he rose up out of grave. I'm going to tell you something. He ain't laying in there. You can go there. He ain't there. You won't find nothing. They folded that napkin another way, meaning, look at it, you can fold it a certain way. It said in the Bible, they mean that you eat. Don't, don't take up the table yet. Don't take up the plate yet because I'm coming back. But baby, the way that napkin was folded, look, I'm done. You hear me? I done fold it on top of the plate. I done mix it together. I ain't coming back to the grave no more. <laughs> Woo! You got an invitation. Praise God. Praise God. It ain't religion. Ain't, ain't no Baptist going to be there. Ain't no non-denominations going to be there. Ain't no Pentecostals going to be there. You just try it when you get there. Tell them I'm Church of God. Tell them you're Presbyterian. Tell God that when you get there. He said, no, I'm looking for redeemed. Boy, I love that song when they say, said, I'm just so glad that he found me. With love, he done found me. Put his arms all around me. Mr. Bill, then he led me to the fountain. Thank you, Lord. That same old fountain, that woman sat down by Jesus that well. That same fountain. It ain't no religious fountain. It ain't a certain denominational fountain. It ain't a fountain that you're going to thirst again. He told that woman, he said, woman, she said, I come to draw some water. He said, yeah, but that water you come to draw, woman, you're going to be thirsty again. You're going to be thirsty again. That's where you was, wasn't it, Ed? Ed said, I ain't had a drink of the real water. Michael said, I ain't had a drink of the real water. Look at God just used Michael. Michael need to come and get right so you can come get right. And there was about 14 more back there need to get right. And it landed on them too, Brother Charles. And they liking it. About 14 young folks right back there. High school, senior, going into college. I done got a phone call. You know what? They all liked it. They all liked it. We didn't think about going to sleep. We all liked it. Carl, when I was lost, I liked good preaching. When I was lost, I wanted to watch a crazy preacher. When I was lost, I said, boy, he got them today. <laughs> when you stand before the Lord, I'm baddest. Baptist, whatever. Church of Christ, name them. I'd hate, to, I'd hate to be a lost man trying to get to the truth. Time everybody got through telling them what they believe and who. It'll be Jesus. <laughs> he asked old Peter, so what denomination do you fall under? He said, I fall up under a denomination saying you're of Christ. That's one I'm falling under. He said, you know what I'm going to do with that? He said, upon that, I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell won't prevail against that one. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Would you stand to your feet with me? Lord.